Have you ever felt hopeless? Do you know when you're hopeless what your mind does? And have you ever experienced that state of hopelessness and somehow found your way back out? The reason why I think hopelessness is such a tricky emotion is that it makes us pretty much give up because we feel like there is really no door that's going to show up. There is no way to overcome that obstacle. So I just going to curl up in a ball and surrender. Now, sometimes it's actually not a bad idea just to step away from whatever we are feeling like we we don't get what we hope for. We don't see any change. But most of the times hopelessness is a stickery slope. Sticky because it makes us focus so much on what we don't want and slope because it really gets us down into the illusion of feeling powerless. And we cannot let ourselves believe either by ourselves or by others that we are powerless. Now, there are certain moments in life where you may feel hopeless. Maybe you're dealing with a really serious illness or maybe like in my case, when I felt homeless, uh, hope, <laughs> hopeless, it is when there were situations that I really couldn't change. For example, when I sat by my mother uh, for seven days and watched her slowly and painfully dying or when I was in a semi or maybe really abusive relationship and I thought this is the person I should really, you know, live the rest of my life with and and it definitely didn't change no matter how much I tried or when I lost my postdoc fellowship and I thought my whole career in medicine is over or when I was in medicine and I was so scared that this is it, that I have to live like this for another 25 years and I didn't see a way out. There are moments where hopelessness were right in my face and I felt that I didn't have the power or the options or the resources to change anything. And sometimes I simply had to give up hope, like that my mother going to have a turnaround or a friend of mine who for the longest time I believed could heal from glioblastoma, which is a brain tumor that she got when she was 40 years old. And it wasn't really until one day before she died that I told her, I believe that it's time to let go because I didn't have hope that she would heal. So there are moments where we just have to give up hope on a specific outcome. But that doesn't mean we have to give up hope on everything in our lives or that we can have something different or maybe something better in the future. And so all the times where I felt hopeless somehow were helping me in the end to learn and grow and and find a way to gain more hope, hope that no matter how dark it is in life, we can find the light. We can find a way back to finding peace and also finding a greater sense of purpose or happiness. And that certainly is in my life. And that certainly also has been taught to me by 
all my clients that usually come to me when they give up hope they have been working with you know everyone and their cousins and they still have been feeling stuck or full of anxiety or depression and that's the last little effort they feel like they can put in there and and out of this hopelessness if they feel that i believe in them and their abilities to heal all of a sudden there is a spark of hope that illuminates their entire being and and they find their way back and today i want to share with you what i find really helps what really works to get out of hopelessness there are three things well the first thing is not a thing it's just a fact it's an emotion hopelessness is an emotion so when you have that emotion don't panic as we all know emotions are fleeting they're kind of like the weather they're kind of like our energy it can go up and down so just because it's an emotion we don't have to ignore it but we don't have to make it to our truth teller or fortune cookie it's simply an emotion that in that moment is like a polaroid snapshot telling me oh this is how it looks pretty darn home hopeless but it is something that also can then be a question that you ask yourself well do i want to stay in that place of hopelessness or do i want to actually move beyond it now my advice first is step away don't hit the head against the wall i made this mistake so many times i should have a big bruise up here permanently because hitting the head against the wall is my specialty and unfortunately it never really opened up anything so if you can do differently than me step away and calmly simply sit for a moment in the discomfort of not knowing what's next facing hopelessness let's say you face hopelessness because you're still alone you still have a, no partner and you feel hopeless that you ever find love in your life or maybe like a client of mine you have been dealing with a health issue and you feel like this is never going to change it's an autoimmune disease and uh, you will always have to live on medication you always have to live in pain or you are feeling that you are in a dead-end career and it's just sucking your soul dry and all those things may in the moment feel hopeless you feel like you have no options so step aside and just take it in because sometimes just knowing that this is right now the starting point can give you a sense of i'm still here even though this sucks even though i don't really like this relationship i don't like right now my body is in that healing journey i don't like this job and especially i don't like my boss i'm still here and as long as i'm here i can also find a way to change and a way to grow from it and once you are reminded yourself of that the first step you want to do is to look for inspiration inspiration is such a powerful thing because once we know it can be done we also find the resources inside of ourselves to do it now you may have heard about the four minute mile the four minute mile was kind of the holy grail of of uh, field and track it's something that was never really imagined to be done how can you run a mile in four minutes well 
some young guy, Roger Bannister, in 1954, broke the four-minute mile to the absolute amazement of everyone because it just felt so impossible. Now, once this young dude was actually breaking the four-minute mile, all of a sudden, a week later, somebody else broke the four-minute mile. And with a year, four people had broken the four-minute mile. And since then, over 1,700 people did that what previously was thought to be impossible. When you look for people that were in a similar situation, feeling, I never find love, I never find a fulfilling career, I never will be financially uh, you know, safe and secure or free, whatever the things are that you feel hopeless about, look for examples. That's the beauty about the internet. Look for examples, maybe also in your circles of friends or family where people were feeling similar and they did turn it around. They found something that helped them to get what they want or maybe just you know, the universe, the divine was smiling down at them. It doesn't matter. As long as you know it is possible, you can also find the inspiration inside of yourself to make it possible. For example, this person who I told you about was in an abusive relationship. She thought she could never really get out of this relationship. And once she felt that someone was believing in her, she actually did leave with her kids her husband, who seemed so powerful because he was a multimillionaire and had pretty much everyone in his pocket, and said, you know, I'm going to stand up for myself. This is no longer the time for women to be afraid of their husbands who have been just mistreating me. And so she went on the journey of getting a divorce, and since ever then, she's free. The person who was struggling with an autoimmune disease realized that he was stuck in a job that really was totally unfulfilling. And when he noticed that every time he goes to his job, his immune disease gets worse, he quit. And he decided to rather do something that he likes to do that may not make him as much money than staying with something that gives him financial security, but obviously is harming him. And so since ever then, he is now completely free of this immune disease and he started his own company doing worldwide hiking tours that was a dream that he always had but never believed he could fulfill himself with he did it so these are just little examples of things where you could say i can see other people as the ones that do the four minute mile and show me that it's possible. And if you don't believe in other people, if you feel like, well, you know, it's them, it's not me, dig into yourself, be your own inspiration. Because let's face it, how many challenges did you overcome in your life? Maybe you were dumped when you were 16 years old or your best friends didn't talk to you anymore. Or maybe you had the most miserable grades because you couldn't focus, but you found this great tutor that helped you to get your grades up. Maybe your parents got a divorce. Maybe you had a bad accident and you really had to start rehabilitating yourself and start walking again. We all have gone through really difficult things. Maybe not as difficult that you want to write a book about, but you know that you had to dig in deep to somehow find the motivation, find the resources to get out of that hole that easily could have been your 
little hopeless pit. So you know that you can do it. Just remember what got you there and remember that you still have that strength inside of you to make that happen. You can be your own inspiration. And as, you know, for example, Helen Keller says, said, and you know Helen Keller, she was the one who couldn't hear and uh, couldn't see and barely could talk. And she was such a light and such an amazing inspiration for all people because ultimately she became a speaker and an advocate for workers' rights and women's rights. I mean, unbelievable. And she says, optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. And that confidence, that's the inspiration that you want to look for. You can do it, not only because other people could do it, because you also have done something like this before. Second one is change your perspective on the whole thing. You know, just stop feeling like a victim of the circumstances. I know this may not sound very compassionate, but at the end, it doesn't really serve us to stay in the victim role. Yes, we were victimized and we have to sometimes really acknowledge that that was victimization and I am someone who had been hurt by the circumstances or by other people or maybe by life. But I don't want to stay in this role of the victim because this is just a starting point and I want to grow and go beyond that. So the first thing you want to do is just to ask yourself, is there anything in the situation I'm in that I can find positive, something positive about it, something that I would say, well, maybe there is a little silver lining. Maybe there is something that I can hold on to. For example, if you feel lonely and if you feel like I'm giving up on, on love, can you find in yourself maybe the opportunity to learn to know yourself better, to, to appreciate yourself more, or to create love and connection in other ways that for right now can also fulfill you? Or if you're dealing with a health challenge, can you listen to your body and can you also realize that your body may have a message for you? Just like this client with the autoimmune disease who realized what really was going on is that he tried to copy his father, that his father always said, you have to have a good job. Jobs don't have to be fun. They have to pay. Money doesn't grow on trees. You have to you know, support a family. All this kind of, you know, nice meant, but kind of old fashioned thinking and his value wasn't like that. His value wasn't about living basically the nose put to the grindstone. His value was, I want to live with joy, purpose. I want to make a difference in people's lives. I want to connect to them. So whatever he did really made him sick because he lived entrapped. And so he saw this illness as a reminder that this was absolutely not acceptable for him and that he had to get out of this job and of this mindset that his father had imprinted on him. Or maybe when, you know, you got fired from your job and you feel totally hopeless, like I did when I found my career was over, maybe it just is, like in my case, an opportunity to reevaluate, to get a little inspiration of what else you can do. And so look for the opportunities in the situation because they are there. 
And if you are dealing with something that you cannot find anything positive in, any opportunity in, send a little uh, message here and uh, I will help you to get there. The second thing is ask yourself if you're actually 100% sure that you are evaluating the situation correctly. Is it really true that you will never find love, never get well, never be happy again, never overcome this anxiety? Or is it just something that this hopelessness is telling you? And are there signs and times where things were different? Maybe you were in a relationship, even if it didn't last for happily ever after, you were still in a relationship that was maybe great for a few weeks or a few months, and you learned a lot from it. Or maybe you were feeling actually at some point that uh, you had actually a healthy body and you did feel better. And yes, maybe it got a little bit worse again, but you know it's possible. Or maybe you had actually a longer stretch of no anxiety. You felt like, oh my God, what happened? Where's the anxiety? And then it came back again. But that stretch tells you it is possible. And that's the important thing, that you look for the possibilities and not for the obstacles. Third question you want to ask yourself, what is in my control right now? What can I do? Because you're never powerless and you're never helpless. And what you can do, for example, is that you are re-evaluating your focus. I think it's so important that we are understanding what we focus on increases. I mean, we all heard that many times, but it's so true, especially when we are feeling hopeless. Let's say you're dealing with anxiety. And honestly, when you deal with anxiety, you probably scroll through everything on Instagram that tells you, yeah, poor thing. I know it's so hard. It's so difficult. Yeah, life is really just shitty when you're anxious, but you know, you're so strong, you can do it, but you know, it's really hard. And all you focus and identify yourself is with being anxious, but you're not just anxious. And especially your goal that you want to have hope for is not to be without anxiety, because then again, you're only focused on anxiety. What you want is to feel at peace. You want to feel comfortable in your own skin. What you want to feel is maybe calm, even when they are, you know, tricky or stressful situation. Design for yourself much more what it is, what you want, and that you want instead of what you are right now facing, then only looking for either the absence of what you have or actually what you're right now struggling with. So that's something that's in your control right now. What resources do you have? Another thing you control right now. I told you there, you can go back into your past and you can ask yourself, were there any obstacles overcame? Any difficult situations? I somehow crawled myself back up from, are there any situations where I knew I felt hopeless before and then I shifted it around? And how did I get there? What was it that made me go to this better place? Maybe it was creativity. Maybe it was my, my faith and spirituality. Maybe it was as simple as asking for help and getting a different opinion. Maybe I just needed to go and just leave it all by the side and focus on something else for a while and then come back and rebuild. Maybe I'm just really creative. Maybe I'm just really tenacious. 
whatever it is, find your inner resources. They're so powerful. You're not just having one or two resources. Most people have at least 20 or 30 strengths that they can really hold on to and rebuild from. But we are not really aware from it because we are not really paying attention. It's like driving a car and always being in first gear and never realizing that we have probably 15 others that we could really use. Look at your strengths, look at your resources. And then the last one you want to ask yourself in general, it's more like a maybe higher perspective or philosophical question. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this whole thing? If life is a journey, if this is something that I just feel like, you know, I am visiting as one of those steps along the journey, what is there for me to learn? If I would write a book about this journey, what would this chapter be about? And being open to see life, not just a bottom line or something that you need to always reach certain goals or measure up to some expectations or life is like an endless competition. You don't even know what prize you win or who you're competing against. Just see it as that, as this journey that starts at some point and ends at some point and everything in between is basically something for us to grow and explore and hopefully enjoy, but mainly also learn from. So whatever makes you feel hopeless, be open to see what there is for you to learn. Get out of the mode of this life is a vending machine. And I put so much energy in and nothing is coming out. Well, this sucks. No, just be open and see, well, if nothing comes out, maybe I'm just having to either go somewhere else or maybe I have to change my approach or maybe I have to realize what I don't get is maybe not right now the right time for. Maybe I'm not ready for it. Be open for those learnings because they are plentiful and they definitely enrich you and they make you realize everything is there. Maybe not for a reason, but at least as an opportunity for us to grow and discover more what we are made of. And then when you have done all those things, definitely look for the small wins. See that everything you do to get out of hopelessness is having an effect on you. Don't just see that, you know, some people come to me when they're really struggling with not finding love. And, and all they really say what will make them feel better is being in a healthy, happy relationship. And they often are so hopeless that they even give up meeting someone. So when they do take steps to get off the couch, which usually is not the place where you meet anybody, but put themselves back out into the world. And they have some nice encounters and they, they get attention and they just have for an evening a good conversation. They don't necessarily acknowledge this as a win because it still didn't lead to the happily ever after. So celebrate the signs that you're back in motion, that there is a flow and that things are moving in the right direction. As I said before, if you have all the time anxiety and then you have maybe an hour of feeling calm or feeling kind of engaged and happy because you're not just always self-analyzing, but maybe you have been focusing on someone else. Wow, that felt good. Take it as a win. Everything is gradually growing and unfolding. It doesn't have to be like a light switch. So 
getting into a hopeful place can be also something that you become more and more accustomed to and feel more and more safe in. So it doesn't have to be a straight line. It doesn't have to feel now, okay, I'm out of hopelessness. Now I'm feeling hopeful and that should like be forever. It's okay to go back and forth, but see that you're making progress. Don't look for the perfection. Look for the progress.